My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be good all time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. All right, back at it again with Wolfgang. He joins us here on a Tuesday. Take it up until 3 o'clock. It's presented by the Spa at West Glen. Mother's Day right around the corner. Make it the Spa at West Glen. As always, Dr. Heidi Cook, great special with the gift cards at the Spa at West Glen. Well, Wolfgang, uh, we finished the last segment talking a little bit about the wide receiver position, the need for a true freshman, two true freshmen to step in and be ready to play right away. One of the guys that you're most excited about, not a, a big guy stature-wise, from Wisconsin, Max Cooper. Why do you love Max Cooper so you know, much? You know what, Trent? I forgot he was from Wisconsin. I, I told my dad this morning, Illinois, I was like, I was going to show him stuff. Because I think we are in a new era where it is really fun, Trent, to second-guess the coaches. I love it. I like to first-guess. I don't like to second-guess going, what did you do there? I like to first guess. Um, the Mississippi guy everybody seems to believe on, right? I haven't heard many people say Max Cooper is going to be a stud. I loved his route running. I loved his hands. And he's improved his speed hardcore. If people will remember us talking, Trent, um, and the reason I'm talking so much is because Trent has pneumonia. I'm not just a jerk, okay? So Trent is just sucking it up today. But, um the reason I love Max Cooper so much, he ran routes well, he had good hands, and he ran away from everybody, okay? And he's improved his speed hardcore from what I said about his coach, you know, his 40 time. And we laughed about this how many months ago when his coach said, yeah, he's Tim Dwight. You know, and we were like, slow down. I think I was even with Jimmy B and you and you guys at the time. And even Jimmy B was like, who's not from Iowa and probably doesn't know Tim Dwight as well as we do. Is like, yeah, uh, let's slow down here, okay? But I think Max Cooper could be that guy. I don't know. Is anybody else throwing his name out there, Trent Condon? So you're excited about uh, Max Cooper, whose other offers were Air Force, Central Michigan, North Dakota, South Dakota. That's your boy. That's, that's where you're going all in on. Sorry, you, you look at the rankings, Trent, that's great for you. You look at Rivals and Scout, and you look at uh, John Miller's site and, and uh, Cyclone Fanatic and blah, blah, blah. You look at all their sites, that's fine. You do that, I will look with my own eyeballs. Uh-huh. Max Cooper, I like him. And you told me he was from Wisconsin. I thought he was from Illinois. So you, you, you reminded me of something that I had forgotten. I like him. He's got, he runs good routes. What do you look for in a wide receiver? He runs good routes. He has good hands, and he runs away from people. I don't care what his 40 time is. Dude runs away from people. Am I the only guy saying this about Max Cooper? I don't know. I'm the only guy that I've heard say anything about this guy. Yeah. I like him. I don't know if he's put together. I don't know if he's got the you know strength and, and blah, blah, blah. His speed has come up, and I've, heard, I've seen quotes from his coach saying how much Max Cooper, the true freshman from – Wisconsin that's coming in in June has improved in his speed. Well, how much has he improved? I mean, are you serious? Because he ran away from everybody. All right, go ahead. 
You can't catch that one, boy. I'm telling you. I don't care what his 40 time is. Right. You watch this NFL draft stuff, Trent. Yeah, yeah. Bull bleep. I don't care what your 40 time is when you're running in underwear, okay, and naked. Uh-huh. Who cares? Put a helmet on, put some pads on, and find out how fast you really are. That he's, I'm telling you, I don't care what his 40 time is. Max Cooper, you watch these guys. You watch this guy, people. Max Cooper is my guy. Man, I may end up looking stupid because I don't hear anybody else talking about him. I may end up looking stupid, Trent Conan. It's okay. We all look stupid a time or two. It's fun to throw yourself out there and see what happens, right? Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good thing. We can all jump on the the Brandon Smith train. I mean, he looks the part. He has everything there. It's about going a little bit deeper, and you're willing to do that. I like that about you. I do, Wolfgang. So, well, we got wide receivers, but in the end, we haven't answered the question that I started this whole conversation yes. with. Who's yes. the quarterback, Wolfgang? <sighs> okay, so I'll, I'll tell you. Nathan Stanley is my guy. I I will tell you, I watched his video when he was a senior in, in high school. I loved it. I loved his arm strength. Um, what people didn't get to see and won't get to see because of a spring game, and thank you, Kirk, for doing a spring game. Thank you, Brian Ferentz. I'm sure Brian Ferentz had some sort of some uh, push on Kirk doing that. Thank you. Eventually we'll get to 50000 but you got to promote this sucker. you got to promote it. If not, it, it's not going to happen. Nathan Stanley, I loved his freaking high school video. I loved it. We beat uh, – Wisconsin came in late on him, and we still got him. I was, felt good enough about him to say, you know what, we're going to um, burn your we're, – we're going to let you play as a true freshman – Trent, how ridiculous is that, that that Kirk did that? We all know what's happening. Nathan Stanley is starting at quarterback. But you know what? If you want to, t- if you want to keep uh, the other guy, you be- how good do we want to be this year, Trent? Put, put him on the field. He needs to get reps. Nathan Stanley is our quarterback, and we all know it's going to be him. You think so, huh? Because... You want to disagree? Uh, I, I saw that... I thought Uyghurs was a better quarterback, and it wasn't close. How many interceptions did he throw? Two. Yeah. What does Kirk believe in? Don't turn it over. Okay. You want to bet on this? So... How much you want to bet? Bet what? what what's the I mean, question? I'm not talking money. I'm talking fun. Let's do something fun here. You want to bet? Nathan Stanley is going to be the quarterback. I saw his high school tape. I understand Uyghurs was a four-star uh, I, maybe uh, Stanley was only a three-star. I watched both of their tapes. Stanley's better. He's going to be better. There's a reason Kirk did not redshirt him. Let's go. What do you want? Who's going to start? I, I think it should be Stanley, too, until I saw him actually play. You walked away from that saying Nathan Stanley's going to be no, a better quarterback? not at all. I didn't. I'm going off what I saw in high school. That's probably wrong. Um, but I'm also going off the turnovers that um, Weir's threw. So I'm a pretty good quarterback guy. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you, Nathan Stanley is going to start. He very well could. He's got a long way to go. We can both agree on that, Oh, right? yes. Oh, okay. I'm not. Oh, my. if you think I think he's going to be, you know, CJB of two years ago, no. I'm not thinking that. He doesn't have the wide receivers to unless the Mississippi guy and Max Cooper actually do something and actually get open. What is a quarterback freaking supposed to do if nobody gets open again? Okay, we've got a quarterback in CJB that is probably going to get drafted that stunk last year. Was it him? No, 
Probably not. It was wide receivers not getting open, nothing being downfield. And those you, those of you that have um, end zone seats, I am so jealous because I'd love to see that. I'm going to try to switch my seats next year since I don't have a Saturday show anymore and get in the end zone because I want to see what these quarterbacks are seeing, Trent Gonnan. That's where you're going. You're looking for that. I like it. I like it. Absolutely. Well, Wolfgang... We talked about uh, everything kind of on the negative side, positive side, running game. I think they're going to be able to run the football very effectively. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Akram Wadley, Torin Young look very good. We know Tokes is a pretty decent backup as well. Defensively, I think there's being depth being built all across. Uh, we talked about Gervas and how good he looked. It's overall, outside of quarterback and wide receiver, every other spot, I feel pretty good. How about you? Gervas... I like it. Did you see his interview at the end of the game? No, I, I didn't. I love looking at guys' eyes to see if they're confident. Mm-hmm. And I liked him. I saw him on the sideline doing like LeBron like handshakes with the guys. Everybody loves him. Is he smart? I don't know. Can he be the quarterback of the defense? I don't know. But I did like him. Um, and he caught those interceptions. There's a lot of times where those safeties or, or cornerbacks, and there's a ball there, and they have no hands. He was catching them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I love that. Uh, other positives, maybe I'm going out on a limb here, and I, and I could be. Um, well, no, actually, with tight ends. Tight ends are going to be strong. We are deep. And we brought that up, and now all of a sudden everybody's bringing that up, Trent. The tight ends, who's, who's your stud you like? And we Hawkinson. both like Hawkinson. Yeah, H- Hawkinson's a guy that I just I thought they're – Watching him in high school, and it was at the 3A level, and it's difficult to No, translate. but Trent, we brought this up way before the spring yes, game. Yes, yes. I, I you and just, I did. Admit it. I, we, we hit one. We hit one. We, we hit, hit one. one. Finally. Let's admit yeah. it. I mean, we miss on so many. Can you at least give us credit for a little bit? Yeah, we, we finally got one right, Wolfgang. We finally got one. We are correct on Hawkinson. We're on the right side. You know what, though? Noah Font, for as good as he can look in the passing game, he's got a long ways to go in the run game. Woo. He whipped on a couple of blocks. He got chucked aside, like, and, and he's getting bigger. You can see that, but he's still got a long ways to go there in the run game, too. And a lot of people are wondering if we move him to wide receiver. What do we do? Um, I remember back in the day with Scott Chandler, they would they'd throw to him in the uh, the back of the end zone to see, you know, because he's so tall and go mm-hmm. up and get it, blah blah blah. He's still at, he's still in the NFL, dude. Right, Scott freaking Chandler. Um, no, but I love Noah Fant, and then the Hawkinson guy that we were talking about, we brought up way before, man, that he did anything in the spring game. We, you saw him probably, did you see him a lot? I just saw his video. You probably saw him play live. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just uh, was always impressed with him, a kid that seemingly understood everything, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I love him, love him. think he's going to be a heck of a player for the Hawks. I think he's a guy that has the right path to be at the next level, and that's very early in his career to say that, but I think he's right there. No, it'll be, it'll be fun for me um, to watch this year because I'm weird. I go to games and I watch weird stuff. I like to actually put my binoculars on the line play because you can't really see it on TV. Mm-hmm. This is how incredibly a sports freak I am. I watch the line play because you can't really see it on D or on, on TV. Right. Um, am I the only one that you have ever heard that does that? No, there's other weirdos like you out there, I know, but not many of them. 
I, I, I am a freak because I want to see what uh, Cedric Lattimore does. Yeah. They brought up, which was fun with the spring game because they, they interviewed the coaches and they were bringing up stuff and guys they liked. Um, oh, what's his name? The uh, offensive line that uh, graduated from Iowa that's in the NFL, and he's a second-teamer um, defensive lineman. Why am I? Reef. Uh, and, they, and they like him. So they like him. But we got to stay healthy at the D-line. Yeah. Or we're going to have to move Matt Nelson inside. Or we're going to have to move Epinesa, Epinesa's son. I love that name, Epinesa, Epinesa. Anybody that has the balls to name their son two names is just, I, I just love. Um, but we'll see. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Well, all right. So we're feeling good defensively. They're in good shape over there. Linebacker look good. Uh, special teams, I still really don't know. But... We're we're kind of there. We got through spring football. We're all good. But there is one other thing I wanted to get into with you on the Hawkeye side. And we got a couple of potpourri topics we'll get to coming up on the other mm-hmm. side. But a little basketball. And uh, you're all pumped up about basketball recruiting. 2019 class, Hawkeyes are looking at a couple of point guards. What have you been able to unearth? Watch the tape, which is so great, which I said earlier, is so fun to be a sports fan in this era. Love it. 2019 point, point guard um, named Terry. Point guard out of Minneapolis. Uh, four star. Doesn't have a ton of offers. I watched him. I liked him. I liked him a lot. I, I believe we need a different kind of point guard. A quick point guard. Not just. And I love. You know I love Bohannon. And you've grown to love him. Can I say that? He, he turned into a player I didn't anticipate he could. I thought hey. he was. I thought he was Brody Boyd. He's actually a point guard. <laughs> hey, interesting. I thought he was Brody. Boyd. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And then there's a kid by the name of Francis, who's a uh, point guard, four star point guard out of Ohio. Dad played for Ohio State. I think he's around the thirtieth point guard in the nation. Um, I don't think we'll get him. I watched him. They didn't show much outside shooting from him, but he could get to the basket. I mean, he was he was a man. He had that cockiness that I want. I want to recruit cockiness. I think that should be one point of a – it's not just offense, defense, quickness, lateral movement, um, shooting, free throw percentage. It should be you got to believe in yourself, and this guy freaking believes in himself. Iowa offered this Francis kid, point guard out of Ohio. Uh, I want to say Columbus, but I'm not sure on that. Um, but his dad played for Ohio State. But he's not. He's a four-star, but he's like, I think he's rated, uh, rated around the 30th best point guard. Does the Ohio State go after him, or do they go and try to get something better? And he says, you know what, I'd rather go to some place where I can start, play, and flourish. What do you think? Well, at that point, we don't know what's going to be happening at Ohio State. I mean, they very well could have a different coach. Than no, you got to be. Oh, stop it! What do you mean? <laughs> you, what do you mean? Unless he is, has a disease and is going to die, that coach is unbelievable, and he has one of the best winning percentages of all freaking time. I know he struggled recently. If they get rid of him, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Well, they have that Mata. That are you? Re- he really is on the hot seat. Absolutely. Oh, that's a joke. Hasn't made the NCAA tournament the last two years. It's a joke. Hasn't made it to the Sweet Sixteen in five years. 
that are those are things that start to stack up at a program like Ohio State. Look, I agree with you. Thad Mata is an excellent coach, but the momentum of that program, it is absolutely halted. I mean, they they have they have slowed down. And because of that, well, these are the kind of things that come up. Is it fair? Well, no, it's not fair, but it's the reality of the situation. Thad, Thad Mata, he's in trouble. That that is un I didn't know this, honestly. And I know you follow this hardcore, so if Thad Mata is in trouble, that is a pathetic, pathetic thing, because that guy is an unbelievable coach. If you have a, a down year or two, Ohio State, how great of, I mean, yes, okay, they got a good basketball program. Give him a second, would you? Give him a second, and he's recruiting all these guys that, you know, are hardcore guys. Sometimes you miss. Sometimes you miss. But Thad Mata, we looked that up. Did we not a year ago or something like that, or was it with John Miller? I don't remember. And he had he had a better winning percentage than Bobby Knight, close to Dean Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, close. I mean, it was just ridiculous that he does not get the credit that he deserves. What he did at Butler, and now he's what what he's doing at Ohio State. It's ridiculous that he's even on the hot seat. It shouldn't even be a warm seat, to be honest with you. Are you? Where did you read this? That he's on the hot seat. Some like what's this? What's those podunk websites that you have to click and then click and then click and you you find out the coach that's on the hot seat? Is is that where you're going, Trent? No, not at all. I, who I, name me a reputable? Seriously, who who would say that? Well, let's uh, say the USA Today is that reputable? No, now it's not. Now it's not. Uh, he got a vote of confidence from the athletic director. He's been asked last season already about his job security. Oh, my God. Give me a break. This is a real thing, Wolfgang. You might not like it, but that is the way that it is. Well, and I'll I'll be honest with you. I feel sorry for him, for what's coming in with Iowa. (laughs) We got number 23, Patrick McCaffrey. Did anybody see that? I think it was, was it Rivals, Trent? Um, number 23 player in the nation. Yeah, you just said you don't like, uh, you like to look at the tape. You don't like to look at those rankings. I looked at the tape and I looked at the rankings. Oh. You got a problem with that, yeah? So, so when the rankings go to your, your, what you want to see, then they're okay. Okay, I got it. I got it. No, that, that's a wrong, I mean, you're getting a little squirrely with me, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I watched him and I'm looking at the ratings. Right. It's cool when you watch it uh-huh. and the experts, wink, wink, agree with you. The experts, okay? So, I mean, there's no experts out there in the national media that watch Patrick McCaffrey. You know Patrick McCaffrey better than any expert and national guy out there, Trent. He's got to get bigger. He is real thin, but, boy, he can play. There's no doubt about it. Joe's Weisskamp, uh, he's coming up in the next class. See, uh, what, 44, I think I saw in the latest rival rankings there. I believe so, yeah. One one thing I do know about all this, Lonzo Ball, uh, his dad is going to hate this team. (laughs) You went there, and I love you for it. (laughs) You went there, and I love you. Hey, you know what? If it's racism one way, it's racism the other way, in my opinion. Oh, boy, that guy, he is really Now, is is his son still, I just, I was on, so I was on, Let's see, Patrick McCaffrey, or no, who was I looking at? Patrick McCaffrey's ratings, and, and, and Ball's son was still re- as a UCLA recruit. Yeah, yeah. So they still, after everything he said about Alford. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Oh, I couldn't take that. I'd be like, no, I could. I'd suck it up. I'd swallow hard. Well, and, and the next sun coming in is not very good. That's what's going to be hilarious. Well, the see. next sun, but you mean the, the sun after that is, right? Well, yeah, because the, of the three boys, obviously Lonzo, off to the NBA. There's another one that's coming in next year, Leangelo, I believe it is. He is not even considered a top 150 player nationally. Mm, okay. Now imagine that. Imagine a kid that isn't very good with that dad, with the expectations he has for minutes, with Alford already, uh, I mean, just a year ago, they were flying planes about trying to get rid of him, and now you're going to have that hanging over. It is going to be a trying year in Westwood, I believe, for uh, for Steve Alford, even with more loads of talent coming in. Oof. Let's keep, let's keep some Iowa meat on the bone uh-huh. for next week. Okay. Uh, can I throw this something out there for you? Yeah, what you got? Fred Hoiberg criticizing Isaiah Thomas for, <laughs> for what did he say? For palming the ball. What, I know you're not a big NBA guy. I, I am now. I watched during the playoffs. What the bleep is he talking about? That has never not happened. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll give you plenty of time Thank you. to have your thoughts I need on it. On Mr. Hoyberg. That's coming up next here as we continue on. Jimmy B and TC Wolfgang with me for the full hour today. Good talking with him. It's presented by the Spot at West Glen. We're back here in a moment. All right, here we go. Putting a wrap on things with Wolfgang presented by the Spot at West Glen. And Wolfgang, we were uh, finishing up there. And before we ran out of time, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about Fred Hoyberg, his comments after game number four, another loss for the Bulls. This one at home. And uh, Isaiah Thomas, who lost his sister last week, uh, just an incredibly trying time. And he, though he put a caveat in front of it, he called out Isaiah Thomas for carrying the basketball. And you know what? Everybody loves Fred Hoiberg. Everybody in this state. I mean, even the Hawkeyes. I truly believe that. But he criticizes Isaiah Thomas. This I don't know what he was thinking. This is a guy that is calm, that is measured. Mm-hmm. What the bleep was he thinking? The dude just lost his sister to a car crash, and he's bringing up Isaiah. And I know he's gone through some stuff. You know, I know he's gone through this. But let me tell you, he, he carries the ball. Just come on, Fred. Play better defense. I love Fred, but that was the... One of the dumbest things I've ever seen in NBA basketball from a coach. And I love Fred Hoiberg. I think he's awesome. I think he's great. That was so stupid. There was nothing going to be gained out of that. Because they're not going to call him for carrying the ball, Trent. They're going to call him now. Fred Hoiberg calls him out. They're going to all of a sudden say, oh, boy, you carried the ball. No, they're not. Right. He just put himself out there. Badly. Oh, God. It, it makes me sad, actually, that he doesn't get that. Uh, it, it's it, the the oddity of it. I mean, it's just not what you would The golden boy, Trent. Yeah. The golden boy. I what? love him. He's so great. He's such a good person. Everybody loves him, including my mom, the Hawkeye fan. <laughs> Freaking loves the guy. Yeah. And so do I. He was like, I'm, 
as a Hawkeye fan, no offense, I root for the Cyclones too, but I was kind of glad he left because I had family members like loving him. Yeah. And like turning like, oh, don't you say something bad about Fred. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's I like, do. Go ahead, please. I'm, I'm, I don't understand what he was thinking. It's such There's a bad common book. sense. We all screw up. Yeah. We all screw up, and he screwed up in a big moment. Getting mad at a guy who had just lost his sister for carrying the ball that we damn well know they're not going to call later in the game. Now, had he been hand-checking or, like, you know, doing weird, you know, crazy, they're not going to call freaking carrying? He said... When you're allowed to discontinue your dribble on every possession, he is impossible to guard. He's impossible to guard when you're able to put your hand underneath the ball and take two or three steps and put it back down. It's impossible to guard him in those situations. That's what Hoiberg said, and what he said is absolutely correct. You can't say it there. Can't say it. You can't. It's such a bad look. It, it looks... You just can't. You can't. It's a bad look for him, and... I don't know. You hear us? We both, we we keep going. Oh God! Yeah, Fred, come on. You're better than this. You should know better than this. Got to talk about my guy, LeBron. Oh, um, yeah, I'm still going. Just, oh, I'm sick. I know. I'm, I'm sick I, of hearing it, how it's, I'm crazy it's very difficult to verbalize. That he's the best player that's ever played. Just the uncomfortable nature of that comment. Like this. It may be so incredibly uncomfortable. It's not so much the 41 points. And this is coming months, from people watching that him in real time. Hate. It just the national media because of the you know the Colin Cowherds the blah 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 like, a lot of the, the plays don't show the, uh, up in the stat oh, sheet the like the guy on, lane on uh, Fox Sports pass um, to guy was wide um, open for um, three Jason Whitlock right yeah, Jason right Whitlock. in the pocket and the guy misses it and then he just loves the bad games like he gets okay, you know, he gets a lot of slack for yelling at his teammates you know this is from the huddle on the court he doesn't he doesn't do it while the game's going on I think it's just amazing to talk about right Trent. How he mm-hmm. We'd like something to talk about. Them, even yeah, when putting okay. unbelievable so, numbers I just, himself I don't get and being selfish why he needs to. Um, he just he would say that. I don't know, it, man. It, he's a killer, and it, it's it, it's a it, it's disappointing you know, to me because when Jordan was new in the NBA, stuff, and it's so weird that he came out. There wasn't a finally decided. Fred Hoiberg did doing the well come out with that. The first time he decides to come out with an opinion and not be boring according to the Chicago media. I'm not talking about me. Like, talking about the Chicago media, according, he went seven according to them, from the he's a boring M like, like, Okay, like, it's hard. For, it's I, hard I love the guy. I think he's a great guy, a great person. Could have and he'll be back at Iowa State soon. Scrap of that okay? opinion that just playing it. I, I, I mean, it's it. like complaining that a tree was misplaced in the Mona Lisa. Like, I mean, it's forty-one. It makes me think two blocks, a steal in forty-five minutes. I realize that guy just almost constantly only turned the ball over three times. I mean, it's and how many times do you see LeBron make a great pass, like you said, to an open guy who then passes? to somebody else Perry? who makes the basket. I mean, if you're you don't see that in the like stat sheet. I mean, checking you have to actually like watch the games to appreciate it. these guys. I felt you, the same way you do yeah, about Kobe yeah, Bryant. They're not going to call you know, caring. When that was he just was playing, a, a lot of people would harp on missed terrible. shots. They'd harp that was just on, a terrible you know, way to go. He, he yells at his teammates. He's doing this. He's doing that. You know, Golly, if you actually watch the games, you understand Hoiberg, what man, these guys, what their motivations are, why they're it taking was a bad look, no doubt about it. Wolfgang, let's uh, jump over from that and uh, another big national story from yesterday into today. Adrian Peterson no longer with the Vikings. They decided not to pick up that eighteen million dollar option. Smart move out of the Vikings. Yeah, that was a lot there. of money. But uh, to New Orleans, interesting money. Not a lot, three million. 
chance at a championship? You wouldn't think so in New Orleans. They have a long ways to go, especially defensively. Your thoughts on this move? I was a huge fan of of Adrian Peterson. I was like, when he came out of college, I watched him, and I was like, this guy, you know, some guys, you know, and, and the NFL draft is coming up quick here. Yep. Quick here, and we can talk about that after, um, you know, after after the fact, but we haven't talked about that, and I need to do more homework on that anyway, but he was unbelievable in college, and I looked at him, and I said, there is no way that guy is not going to be awesome. And he, there's no way that guy isn't going to be awesome. Awesome. And I say the, the same thing about Fournette from LSU. Mm-hmm. I say the same thing. He reminds me of him. I mean, there's no way this, either of those guys aren't going to be Hall of Famers. I was more hardcore on Adrian Peterson. I'm going to watch some more tape on Fournette and, to see if I agree with that. But what do you think about the comparison there, those two? Fournette? Yeah. Mm, I, I think it's a good comparison. I worry about durability, though, more with Fournette than he did with AP coming out. And I mean, AP is a physical freak of nature. Yes, he is. And have you heard those stories about him? Yeah. Uh, Jumping up on bot. What is that? Is that uh, plyometrics? Is that yep. what that's called? Yep, exactly. He's like breaking records. Mm. He's holding barbells in his hands as he does it, Trent. <laughs> He's, He's shaking people's hands and crushing them. Yeah. The guy is like literally like a super freak. And I'm not there with Fournette. Uh, concerns about how big he was going into the combine, then losing a bunch of weight. I mean, just on and on and on. Yeah, 245 to 228. Is that yeah, right? Yep, that, that's what it was. So you got that going on. For me, and he, he looks like he's falling. And, you know, this week and the last couple of weeks, it's so many smoke screens. You really don't know what to believe. But I was listening today, uh, NFL Network, one of their podcasts, mm-hmm. and they were talking about. Dalvin Cook continuing to fall down, and, and maybe him not even being taken in the late 20s. Dalvin Cook, he epitomizes what you want on the back. It, maybe he's a tick slow in the 40 time. Maybe he's not going to bust out an 85-yarder, but that guy, he's going to be able to bust out. He'll get you 12, 15, 20 yards. You know, he's that kind of guy. I don't get it. It'll be interesting because we got some, yeah, I'm a Fournette guy. I think um, whoever he goes to, I'm going to be a fan of. I just think he's a stud. Uh, well, he reminds me of Adrian Peterson. A lot of Jacksonville Jaguar talk for you then. Oh, up. gosh. Do I have to be a Jacksonville Jaguar fan? Are you, you kidding you, me? You very well, maybe. And, and you might have some buddies. Last year, I was uh, I had a night out. And I don't remember how it came together, but it did with the little one at home. And uh, my wife met me out. We went and watched the draft with a bunch of people. And Jimmy B was also there at... Uh, you imagine Draft House 50, Jimmy B's favorite. <laughs> Good place. And uh, so we're sitting there, and I see a group of people, probably eight people at a table, and there was this guy there. Young guy, probably, I don't know, twenty, mid-20s, something like that. And he's got an authentic Jaguars jersey. <laughs> and not only that. What, did you call him the unicorn? <laughs> it pretty much was. It pretty much was. <laughs> so it was not only that, though. I, I got to find what the name of the uh, character that he had on the back of them. It was uh, the guy that got hurt. Uh, ja- uh, it was a Dante Fowler Jr. jersey. Oh, God help me. An authentic jersey. And then his girlfriend next to him, she also had a Jags jersey on. 
So you're not going to be alone. Wolfgang, you you three guy you three can get together and watch Jaguar games coming up this season at Draft House 50. For those of you guys that don't think you find true love, that's true love to Jacksonville Jaguar with people, man and woman, wearing the jersey. I mean, man, that just – this is a great point to end on because I'll be honest with you, that makes – that. My heart is warm by that. <laughs> There's love in all corners, even for Jaguars fans in the middle of <laughs> Iowa. So the NFL draft, uh, wide receiver position, kind of ho-hum. Any of these quarterbacks you like? you like any of them at all? I'm very interested um, in the Clemson quarterback. I don't know. I'm just – I'll be honest with you. It's, it's fun to say I don't know because none of the experts – pretend like they don't know, and they don't know. They have no idea about the quarterbacks. I have no idea if Watson is going to be good. Um, man, what is what would be my bet? I have not watched enough of him, but when you do that belief against Alabama, yeah, that, that's pretty good because they got a ton of talent on defense, crazy talent on defense. If you look up at the yards that Watson put against Alabama on, the, on offense versus Alabama's defense, that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy what he did. And it's actually embarrassing for Alabama. And I'm, I'm guessing Saban can't handle that. And he doesn't sleep at night thinking that Watson and what one quarterback could do against them. And they had a stud receiver. They had plenty of talent. They had, you know, tons of talent. But um, I don't know if I would take Watson. I don't know, man. And I know people say, eh, he threw interceptions. No big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a big deal. What was he, 26 and 17 this year? Something like that, 26 TDs, 17 interceptions. That's not good. You know who else threw a lot of interceptions this senior year? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan turned out to be pretty good, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I see a guy that against Yeah, tell me what you think. I want to hear you. Against the best defense in the country two consecutive years through four, eight touchdowns, 800 yards, dominated Alabama's defense two different times. Even after a year to figure out how we're going to stop the guy, they couldn't do it in the second year. I want that guy. I don't want Mitchell Trubisky. Get out of here with that garbage. I don't want Deshaun Kaiser, a guy that doesn't have his head on screwed straight. Patrick Mahomes has a big arm. I'm not spending a high draft pick for him. I want my Chicago Bears to draft Deshaun Watson number three overall. I love it. I love it. I would love if they got him. That would give me a reason because there's so many Chicago fans on Twitter, whether it's Cub fans or Bears fans or blah, blah, blah. I would love it. And that would give me a reason because just because I said I'm not sure about Watson doesn't mean I wouldn't root for him and like him and want him to do it. I would love it if they did that. And I would become a Bears fan. As you know, I'm not a – there are no NFL teams here in Iowa, okay? So I go for players that I like. Mm-hmm. I go for a LeBron James, or I go for a Larry Bird, or whatever, or a Barry Sanders. So I end up being a Detroit fan. That's how I am. I, I know you make fun of, I think I've heard you make fun of Jimmy B for that. That's what I do. We don't have a team here. Okay, I was a Miami Dolphins fan for 16 years with Dan Marino. Okay? Dan Marino doesn't, isn't alive anymore. Well, he's well, alive, he is, but he yeah, yeah. he's not even on the he's not even on TV anymore. He sucked on TV, by the way, and I love him. I love Dan Marino, but he was terrible on t- on TV. <laughs> but <laughs> but I I don't know. I guess what to say. 
I would root for, I like Deshaun Watson that much. He's going to be one of those players that where he goes, I like. And guess who else is going to be? You won't believe it. You won't believe it. What do you got? McCaffrey. Mm. Wherever he goes, I'm going to be a fan of. Are you going to be like the uh, guy after the Rose Bowl standing behind him hollering? <laughs> you going to be his hype man? I, oh, God, I can't believe I'm saying that. Christian McCaffrey deserve the Heisman. <laughs> we all need hype men. Seriously. What if we all got a hype man? I mean, great. seriously, wouldn't life be great? Wouldn't you? I mean, if you're at Come and Go or, or Casey's or whatever. I'm kind of your hype man, right? You're my hype man? Yeah, yeah, I'm your hype man. I think I'm your hype man. Well, that's what makes this good. That's what makes this relationship good. We both think we're each other's hype men. The greatest guest in Jimmy B and TC history, Wolfgang, with us here today. (laughs) Oh, seriously. All right, stay online after, and I'll I'll get you an address, and we will send you a check, my brother. Wolfgang, you be good, my man. We'll talk again Friday. The first round of the NFL draft will be in the books. We'll have plenty to talk about there. Going to guess no Hawkeye is going to hear their names, though. Uh, That's all right. We can talk about it. We can talk about if they will make it. Um, But, yeah, let's talk about the draft. Let's talk about potential Hawkeyes that will or will not make it. And, yeah, it'll be fun. All right, that's Wolfgang Hawkeye. Good talk with you, Wolfgang. See you All Friday. right, thanks, Trent. See you, buddy. That, Go that is presented by the Spa at West Glen. Always good catching up with Wolfgang here on a Tuesday. That'll do it. We're out of time. Time always flies when we're talking with Wolfgang. Back at it tomorrow at noon. Thanks, to everybody, for listening in. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700 from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios.